0: Welcome to episode 28 of Swell With My Soul. Last week we talked about the variety and embracing different craft to highlight one's weaker areas and therefore work on changes that can be made, that quickly get uh, either fixed or mm, softened and therefore the nuance is less obvious to spot. I've been running an experiment, so we came upon international surfing day 2020 and it was it was a opportunity to think a little deeper about what to ride and how to go about enjoying surfing on that day knowing others around the world would be doing that too i hope you enjoyed your day and whatever you got to ride in whichever conditions with whichever friends but it was bigger than that and um this story really has got to do with my perspective and my path trying to make sense and meaning of it. So I hope that's of interest. But the reason I wanted to share it was because I'm surrounded by surfboards all day, every day. And that's such a joy, but it, it, it can get in the way of what surfing really is. And, you know, we, we use design. I'm fascinated by design in, we're constantly trying to make things easier, more ergonometric. The way we fit our bodies into certain products is better enhanced and therefore more useful with good design. Surfboard's no different. It's just how I see them. And the story starts a few months ago. I was at the Surfing Heritage and Cultural Center and, I mean, there are Hundreds, if not thousands, of boards there nicely displayed, and um I was dropping something off and saying goodbye to Barry on my way out and even 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 in his office there there are multiple boards there's books there's there's all all kinds of things to see, but there was one board in particular that for some reason caught my eye, and this happens from time to time with with boards. You, you you get drawn into something, and obviously the psychology of the colours and the finish and the feel, and maybe even the time period that that um, sparks one's fascination. But it wasn't a liar, and I, I I comment on I commented on it, and it turned out Barry made it himself. And we had a discussion, and as I was walking out the door, he offered to have me try it if I'd like which was very kind, and I took him up on that. I was excited about it. And it's been um, it's been sitting in the back of the shop. You might have seen it in the recent videos i have been putting out. It's been sitting in the shop just waiting its turn. I thought International Surfing Day would be the best time to put myself to the challenge of riding in Alaya. It's been a while since I rode one. And the, the fascination that gets unpacked is I thought about this Was whether it would be fun to do something difficult? I mean, it's difficult to write an alaya, at least at my talent level. But would it would it make sense to try something more difficult in search of a deeper sensation or a more meaningful experience? Now, I'm not bored of surfing, and I haven't been getting bored of surfing. In fact, our last episode, episode 27, we were talking about changing things up, and that variety is so um, intoxicating, really, but it wasn't a boredom that led me here. It was a fascination of whether I am really in love with surfing for surfing's sake, or whether it's a fascination simply with the boards or an imposing of an athletic ability on a, in this case, wet canvas. I thought this was a good way to to, um, figure those things out, run the experiment. And we got to the beach. And you know when you get to the beach and you know exactly that the conditions on hand are not what would be ideal for trying something that you had in mind. Well, this was what happened. And it was lumpy and bumpy and the tide was was fairly full and there were big holes in the lineup. In other words, there were flat sections and the waves would would spill over and run into deep water and then advance and dump on the shore and I I set myself out to it and of course it was difficult and paddling around your favorite piece of wood is hard at the best of times. But I got a couple of waves, but I knew this was a time to stay focused and and if I did the right thing I would walk away it, it felt like fishing really if you just put the right bait out there you you, you bound to, you, there were fish out there to be caught there were waves out there to be ridden and if I locked into a good one the memory would be well forever etched into my into my mind It happened caught a few waves but I locked in on on this right and it was the it was by far the biggest wave there was some swell around. It was, it was by far the biggest wave I've ever ridden on an Alaya. So just there, putting a board through its paces in good surf, that's what Derek Disney talked about a few episodes ago and he, sharing his perspective on lo- unlocking a design and it's so true. Riding a decent overhead wave into the green water wall on this Alaya had such a feeling and sensation. Barry, this is a beautiful board and i am fallen in love with it. I really have. And... It was so fulfilling and very, very quickly I realized that it it was this that I was in love with. The boards are great and the design is always what I'm constantly going to be working towards, but maybe this international day of surfing set the goalposts in front of one to see if this was what I really loved or if the fascination was maybe a little more broadly strewn. It's a long story but it's my story and as much as I'm going to constantly be in love with the design and the details at hand, you know, for me the asymmetry is is the way to go and I believe in it wholeheartedly and it got reinforced because riding an Alaya on one's backhand is for me near impossible. I had a couple backhand rides but on the front side, the leverage of the toes was, I mean, just of such a huge advantage. Now, why wouldn't it be different when you're riding a board with fins and a decent rail and volume? But this is my story, and it really highlighted to me that the love for surfing in the sea was, mm, it's there regardless of what we're riding. And it gave such freedom, looking at the quiver going through the wreck even this morning, picking out some boards and it didn't matter so much about the boards. Now look, a good board is still going to be your favorite friend, but it's really about surfing in the sea. So I hope that's encouraging. And I I guess what I'd like to have things um, finish off with here is, you know, maybe it's not the best idea to always be doing something easy. Maybe set the challenge in front of one. Do something really difficult. Be really task specific or real, real focused on, on, on what you can glean from the experience or what memory one can harvest from the outing. That's how I looked at it anyway. More to follow, more to come. Have a good week and enjoy your water.